Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Cranky Talk, a show for Av Geeks and non-Av Geeks alike. We tackle anything related to airlines and sometimes beyond. And Dave, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, sure has. Uh, I hope uh, Dave's army has been keeping busy. Uh, it says here that I love you all. Right. So moving on, let's talk about NDC. Uh, do we have to? Well, I say yes, so that means you have to. And uh, uh-huh. so let's do it. Uh, you know, I, I've written about this a ton, but I figured it, it might be interesting for people to really put it all into context. So today we're going to talk to our Cranky Concierge team to get some of their stories about just how much trouble they've had using NDC. Yeah, this sounds like a party. Uh, but first... But first, I want to thank MedJet for being our sponsor this week. We will talk more about them later, or you can learn more at medjet.com slash crankyflyer. Okay, so now NDC. Um, it might be a good idea to tell our listeners what exactly it is. Oh, fine, sure. All right. NDC stands for New Distribution Capability. Oh, catchy. I know. But this came out of IATA, which is not really known for its innovative naming skills. <laughs> uh, you know, NDC is really just a standard for an XML connection that allows third parties, mostly travel agents so far, to uh, book travel with airlines. And some airlines, most, uh, most notably American, uh, are really pushing hard for agencies to use the standard or they won't give them the lowest fares. Uh, you keep saying this is new, but XML feeds are not new. <laughs> no, they really aren't, are they? <laughs> this is, uh, th- this, to be fair, this has been in the works for years. But just creating a standard is easy compared to actually implementing it. Uh, you know, most travel agencies use global distribution systems or GDSs uh, to book their travel. So they either needed to get those GDSs to start supporting NDC or they had to completely change their booking process and find a whole different way to connect. Because of the complexity of it all, most really opted to wait for GDSs to get their acts together. And did that happen? Uh, Debatable. (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, okay, so after years of trying to block it, the GDSs have all finally given up on trying to fight it publicly. Um, Sabre, uh, which is the biggest GDS in the U.S., and of course the one we use at Cranky Concierge, was the last to finally stop saying, you know, this is terrible, we hate it, blah, 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 and start implementing it. But they haven't done a very good job of implementing it. <laughs> okay, so I think uh, most listeners have read what you've written on this. So why don't we uh, just skip ahead to the point here? <laughs> Fine, Dave. Be that way. I mean, isn't the point for us to just catch up on what we've missed in the last... I don't know. Uh-huh. It's been. Uh-huh. No, not no? enough time. Not enough time. Not enough time. Fine. All right. The point is, NDC sucks. Uh, That's not a useful position. <laughs> no, it's not, and I, I don't even really mean it. Uh, NDC is a standard, or at least as an idea, is is fine. If airlines want agencies to use NDC for bookings, okay. It's their product that they're selling, and third parties should follow what the airlines want in that regard. But the real problem here is that NDC implementations are just not ready to replace what's there today. So that's kind of what sucks. Okay, so why not just wait? Oh, Dave. Agencies can't. (laughs) They would love to wait. 
but they can't. American led the way earlier this year by saying that 40% of its fares would only be available using NDC going forward. So agencies had no choice but to go along with it or screw their clients with higher fares in a lot of cases. Now, I do want to say this isn't entirely on American because agencies are notorious for thinking they're more important than they are and resisting change. So pushing them to make a move is not a bad plan for an airline. But the ultimatum that American put out there forced a shift too early and is just poorly thought out all around. All right, let's explain that in greater detail. What exactly is the problem? Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Dave. So in the 1950s, when Sabre was... No. (laughs) No, no, no. Not that far? Okay. (laughs) Not that far back. All right. All right, well, this was really the point of this podcast, though. What we wanted to do is let a couple of people on our team actually talk about it so that it could get more information out there about what is the day-to-day problem, not just this high-level, you know, untouchable type of thing. So so that's what we did. I went out. I got some uh, real-life tales from the field here. And, um, you know, this should help explain some, not all, because, again, time limitations. We, we couldn't do them all. Uh, but, you know, some of the reasons why NDC implementations are just not ready for prime time. And we will talk about that after the break. Hey, Brett. Yes, Dave? These are uncertain times. You can say that again. And if you're traveling, you really should think about a MedJet membership. Okay, this is true. I am a big fan of MedJet as well. It is a a time where that might be useful uh, to think about for global travel here. Yes, not only do they provide air medical transport to a hospital at home, their MedJet Horizon membership also adds 24-7 security and crisis response benefits, including security extraction if necessary. So they could extract me from, like, a visit to the in-laws or something? Nope, nope, I don't think that counts. Are you sure? We'll have to look into this. (laughs) But still, hugely useful if things go really, really wrong, which, you know, seems a little more possible these days than normal. Yes. Uh, To learn more or sign up, go to medjet.com slash crankyflyer. That's medjet.com slash crankyflyer. It's travel protection elevated. Okay, story time. Yes, so... I've picked some stories to highlight different frustrations with NDC, and some are specifically related to Sabre because that's what we use here. So, you know, keep that in mind. In most of these cases, we have a lot more that are just like this, <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to go for variety here. So we're, we're going to start with our longest tenured travel architect who uh, we lovingly call Maxwell. Uh, yeah, Maxwell's been doing this a long time. Yeah. Yeah, he's seen a thing or two. So let's start with a problematic booking story. One of our longtime clients needed to fly from Charlottesville, Virginia to San Francisco. As always, he wanted first class. American was pricing a lot less on AA.com than in Sabre, so we had to look at NDC. Right, so this is a domestic premium cabin trip, which has been particularly hard to book because American removed so many of those fares, like much more than in coach, um, from regular Sabre. So we have to look at NDC. Yeah, exactly. And I checked NDC, but it wouldn't return any options in first class. And I think the issue here was that the aircraft on the short hop from Charlottesville to Charlotte 
only had coach, and it wouldn't show us a first-class fare unless all of the flights were in first. So we were left with the ability to book nothing. Oh, yeah. So you had to book on AA.com, right? Yeah, we did. And so we can't really track it anymore. We've lost all control if there's a problem, and we can't use any of the agency support teams, even though we're an agency. Well, that sounds like it's going well. But hold on. If American says that NDC is like booking directly, then why aren't the same options showing up in NDC that show up on, on AA.com? This is a mystery for the ages. I do not understand it. But it's happened a lot, like a lot, a lot. It, it, it's not just American. You know, I, I, I want to make that clear. It's just we have the most exposure with Americans. So that's where most of these come from because Americans one that's forcing adoption. But we've had the same issue with United stuff, too. Uh, it, both of their pipes, United American, were built by Excelia, which fair logics previously. Um, so maybe it's something in there that's not working right. I, I don't really know. Either way, what we know is we don't have the same options popping up. It makes no sense. All right, so the airlines just don't want us to book them anymore? Yeah, I guess they want us to book them direct, which is terrible. Sometimes we have to do that, and we have done that. But, you know, other times we can convince travelers they're better off flying a different airline because we can help a lot more if something goes wrong when we're not using the system. Case in point, here's another story from Maxwell, and it's a personal one. Uh Uh-oh. We had another trip that had a similar issue during booking. It wasn't the same air, but the fares didn't show up for a Vail San Antonio round trip, so we just had to book that on AA.com. And this was a unique trip because it was for myself, yeah. so I got to experience this firsthand. This should be good, or terrible. Yeah, so weather hit DFW hard, and our connection from DFW to San Antonio canceled. They rebooked us on the next flight automatically, which was fine. But then our flight from Vail had a mechanical and was delayed overnight. We couldn't wait around because my wife had to be back in the office the first thing the next morning. So we decided to drive down to Denver and fly from there. And currently, there's only that one flight from Vail to Dallas at this time of year. Yeah. Oh, brutal. Had we been able to book this the old way, I could have easily just sold in the new Denver flight and reissued the ticket. Nice and easy. In NDC, we can't do that, but at least I could have called the sales support team to ask for help. You mean the sales support team they're eliminating? (laughs) Yeah, that's the one. But at least I thought I could get to the front of the line faster. I'm an executive platinum, and when I called in, there was a 205-minute wait. Like I said, the weather was bad in Dallas, so the call volume had to be through the roof. I called one of the international numbers, and it still had a 25-minute wait. In the meantime, I could see the space disappearing from Sabre on the Denver to San Antonio flights. And by the time they answered, the option via DFW from Denver was full and no longer an option. There was also a later United nonstop that we continued to watch the seats disappear, and that was no longer an option as well. We were out of luck because the delay in getting a hold of someone who could help. In the end, we ended up purchasing a ticket on Southwest out of pocket. And since we didn't take the original flight from Vail and we're now departing from Denver and needing to return to Denver, the entire ticket was canceled. In the end, we ended up purchasing new tickets for both directions with a minimum of 48 hours on the return and same day for the outbound. 
Oof. So you're still picking up the pieces on this thing. But all right, so some of this is, is really Americans' fault just for handling it poorly and all that. But we're trying to focus on the NDC part here, not not on American. Right. right. But the problem is that the first option never showed up in NDC. And then even if it had, I'd still need to go to the airline to solve the problem here with the whatever it was, 18-hour overnight delay on, on our original outbound flight. The flexibility to handle the stuff through the GDS just isn't there like we can do with other things and have done in the past. And I don't understand why the airlines are okay with that because all this is doing is increasing the burden on them and their call volumes. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, it's definitely been a challenge. Um, hopefully someday they'll get that fixed. All right, that sounds miserable. Seriously, and he's an executive platinum, so they should be taking better care of him, but they couldn't because of all the volume. That's what travel agents should be able to do. That's what people come to us for. But NDC takes away the power for agents to actually help in situations like these. At least that's how NDC is working so far. Uh, But wait, there's more. Let's move on to Krista, who is also a travel architect. Oh, fantastic. More stories. Yes, and I bet you'll never guess what these are about. Uh, (laughs) NDC. (laughs) You thought it was like a bedtime story, maybe? (laughs) No, I really, really was actually hoping very hard against that. Well, (laughs) we have two stories from Krista, so we're going to start. The first one is on Sabre's inability to handle changes to any NDC booking with more than one passenger because reasons. Uh, we had a very simple change we needed to make to a ticket. This shouldn't have been a big deal and could have been finished in less than a minute using our regular booking method. But since we book via NDC to get the lower fare, we couldn't do it since Sabre won't allow changes to any NDC booking with more than one person on it. And we should be clear here that Sabre is planning to eventually support changes like this, uh, but it's still on the roadmap. So that's why we keep saying NDC is not ready and not that it'll never be ready. Sure, I'll I'll believe it when I see it. (laughs) Okay, fair point. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, because of this, we had to call sales support to make the change. Let's forget that sales support at American isn't even open 24 hours anymore to help with this stuff, and they're getting rid of people who know what they're doing. So I got on the phone and was quoted a price. Then I had to go back to the client and tell her the price so that she could approve it. Right, so that's the other issue here, right? It, it, it's not that we can't even make the change. We can't even get the price without calling. Exactly. So we got approval, and I called back and was given a completely different price. Nothing had changed at all in availability, but it seemed like this agent just didn't know what was going on. So I had to call back and was told a completely different number. This happened more than once, more than twice, honestly. And I finally <laughs> got someone who was able to get the same price I had originally been quoted. We were talking about multiple hours on the phone here, by the way. While this was going on, the last agent admitted they hadn't been trained on any of this, so it was pretty commonplace. (laughs) All right, so forgetting about all of American shortcomings here, the issue really was that we just can't make these changes in the system. Like we, It it doesn't matter what airline it is. We don't want to talk to any airline. We just want to get the work done, and we just can't. All right, that's that's wild that you can't change a ticket. It seems pretty basic. Uh-huh. And, and you know what else is basic? Being able to use a credit. You can't do that either? Well, sort of, but not all and not in Sabre at all. Uh, <laughs> take it away, Krista. 
we had another client who had rebooked a previous trip and had some leftover credit. He had an MCO with us and he wanted to use it for a new booking. All right, let's, let's hold on a sec, make, make sure people know what an MCO is here. An MCO is a miscellaneous charge order. So let's say you have a $500 ticket and want to change it to a new one that's only $400. Depending on the airline, uh, travel agents can put that extra $100 on an MCO that they can use for a future booking. So it's really just like this open credit. It's super old school way of doing it. It makes no sense, but it's still like what they use. Exactly. So we went and looked at the flights, but the fare was a lot cheaper in NDC. And we can't use an, an MCO to make an NDC booking. So we had to tell him that, yes, he had a credit, but no, he couldn't use it. He was absolutely livid with us, blamed us completely, even though there was nothing we could do. This was never resolved. And honestly, he's probably still mad. <laughs> he probably is. And it sucks. We don't mean to laugh. Like, it's terrible. He did have a credit. He should be able to use it. It makes no sense. It's a laugh so that we don't cry situation. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, good, that's a good point. All right, so you can't use an old credit for a new booking? It It's complicated. An MCO, no, you absolutely cannot use for an NDC booking. Now, if you had an open ticket from a previously canceled trip, then American has found a way to allow you to use that for an NDC booking. Uh, I don't know if other airlines have done that yet. I, I know American has. But the thing is, Sabre doesn't support using credits for future bookings yet at all. So it's all moot until that's fixed. That's also on the roadmap. But it is bad. And this just scratches the surface. You go into Slack. We use Slack internally, everyone. But Slack is littered with regular frustration about this. I could go even deeper about what's wrong with it. But I've done that in writing. I just want to give a little more color uh, from the people who are losing their minds trying to deal with this every day. Yeah, well, hopefully uh, it was at least cathartic for them. <laughs> and uh, hopefully this can all be fixed because it doesn't sound viable at all. <laughs> no, no, it does not. Thanks again to our sponsor, MedJet. You can learn more at medjet.com slash crankyflyer. And if you'd like to be a sponsor of Cranky Talk, let us know. Email us at advertise at crankyflyer.com. And please remember to leave us a five-star rating. This helps others find our podcast and might get us out of hiatus. Really? <laughs> you're going to tease that one? Hey. So we get like a bunch of five-star ratings and you're going to make me do this if every the, week? Yeah. If the five-star ratings lead to uh, advertiser dollars, yes. If you have suggestions for what you'd like us to cover in our sound business plan of a show, tell us. <laughs> Just email us at info at crankyconcierge.com. 